And I think the time apart actually taught me more about union in a way and us getting back together is teaching me so much more about union. And it's so beautiful to rewrite the story with someone that you know, that you've known for so long. Like, I know him better than anyone. He knows me better than anyone. Like, I honor this, this journey as something that is going to be very difficult and that I need to prepare for. Hello, lovelies. <laughs> Welcome back to this week's episode of Light Legacy with me, Rohini Elise. I am caffeinated. I am hydrated. I am not, I'm not gonna say medicated because I took my supplements. They're not medication, they're supplements, but I took my supplements. I meditated. I don't know if I already said that, but basically, I'm feeling good. Feeling very good this morning because, well, for one, I'm back in Austin. <laughs> um, back in my apartment, our apartment, Sage and I's apartment. We live together again. <laughs> I don't know if I've said that already, but yeah, we're back. We were gone on a road trip for like three weeks, um, almost a month. So it was amazing. It was so, so amazing. I'm going to be talking a lot about it on this episode, but it feels really good to be back and just have. A rhythm and have space and have like good night's sleep and the gym and food that I can cook and yeah it's just really really nice so it feels really good um <laughs> so welcome to this episode I hope you're having a beautiful day wherever you are I hope this podcast is finding you in a state of peace and ease and if not sending you love and um, blessings for your day ahead. Yeah, today I'm going to be talking about relationships, relationship, union, and kind of like sharing some of my own findings, um, getting back into relationship with Sage, and also like new relationship paradigm. What is What does divine union, true union look like in this new world that we're creating? Um, yeah just discussing and exploring relationship. So happy you're here. Let's dive in. So I haven't shared too, too much about um, Sage and I's whole uncoupling and recoupling because a lot of it is just incredibly personal and sacred and I don't um, feel the need or want to share that publicly, especially since in the past I've had and still do <laughs> have people that twist my words and use them to try and like harm me or my image. And I just don't want this sacred information and experience like anywhere near them, um, you know, which makes sense. So definitely learned a lot about energetic boundaries <laughs> and boundaries online. Um, but that being said, the time that we spent apart was really, really good for both of us and for me I experienced freedom in as an adult freedom as a woman and really feel like I came into my womanhood more there's blue more fully than I had before which you would think oh getting married like that's such a rite of passage that would make you a woman but there's something about being on your own and being responsible for only yourself and being solely responsible for yourself. So like not having anyone else to catch you if you fall, 
um, so to speak. Like that was very, very important for me to feel that and also feel the, the fear and the terror of, oh my God, I'm alone. Like, fuck. That was really, really important for me because it gave me a deeper level of accountability and responsibility to myself. And I got to experience a lot of just wild, wild experiences, <laughs> like a, a huge breadth of experiences in a very short amount of time that I wouldn't have otherwise. And those were really important for me and my growth. And yeah, although being apart was very difficult and I can't even believe it really when I think about it, I'm like, what? feels like kind of like a waking dream, but also I still I know deeply it was completely necessary for our path and that's what I felt and knew when I decided to leave because I was the one that decided to leave I knew it's clear as day like we need to spend time apart to get back on our soul paths like I just knew that it didn't really make sense like I didn't have any you know nothing was wrong quote unquote I just knew like we need to spend time apart and that time apart was very important and incredible. Um, and so choosing to get back into union and choosing like not just falling into it, but choosing like, this is what we both want. This is what we choose because, you know, we had both had experiences with other people and had both had experiences like with other people interested in being with us and not wanting that. Um, we both were like, no, like that's not what I want. Um, so when we got back together, it was like a very conscious choice of this. I choose you. I choose you, which is really important. And I think for me, like I chose to date him, to be with him when I was 15, you know, and I chose to move in with him when I was 18 or maybe I was 19. No, I think I was 18. And I chose to elope with him to get married to him when I was 20. And I chose to leave when I was 23. So those were all choices, but the progression between like, I choose to date you, I choose to move with you, you know, life just kind of goes and flows. Like when you're in a relationship with someone, it just kind of flows into the next uh, chapter, into the next um, groove. Like, you know, for me at least, like dating to moving in together wasn't that big of a, it didn't feel like a big, like, new chapter just felt natural and then eloping that felt natural like none of it felt like oh this is a big thing which in hindsight I definitely don't feel that I had the reverence or the respect or even the awareness of what I was saying yes to and what I was doing when I got married so young and of course I just laughed because everyone was like don't get married young don't get married young and I don't regret it. I don't regret it at all. It's part of my path. It's perfect. But I understand what they're saying because you don't know what you don't know until you know it. And I didn't, I didn't fully know what I was saying yes to. I knew I was saying yes to love and that's never, you know, a bad thing, but I didn't know, I didn't comprehend the full arc of union and relationship and marriage and what that actually means. And I think the time apart actually taught me more about union in a way and us getting back together is teaching me so much more about union because we're both very much on our paths and that was a, a big thing that I 
felt that was um, missing for me was being able to share my spiritual path with my partner and having a partner who was on their path. And now Sage completely is like he's yeah so devoted and it's so so beautiful and that's something that we share and talk about and we meditate together and we sit with Hape together and share different books and talk about you know the deepest truths of existence and listen to podcasts and all of that and it's like the main focus of my life and so it's very important to me to have a partner that um, is the main focus of his life as well so sharing that has been just incredible Incredible, incredible. I guess this is, I kind of went on a tangent, but the real, the real thing here is like, I don't know if you've ever heard, you know, you should wake up every day and choose your partner. Whether you're married or dating, it's like waking up each day, consciously being like, I choose you. You're the one that I want. You are the one that I love. You're the one I'm devoted to. And I always understood that, but as a concept, but without experiencing like, not having him as a partner you know you never know what you have until it's gone it's really true like now I can be like oh my god I know what it's like to not be with you and so holy shit what a blessing you are what a blessing I'm waking up to each morning what a gift I have before me like I choose you fully in fully in I fully commit to you in our future and it's been just so expansive for me and in a huge way and the communication level between us is completely different too there's a lot of things going on um before we always had great communication as like friends like you know getting things done and just moving through life and like logistics and just I don't know work and stuff is always good but like the deeper emotional communication um, really wasn't there that much. And part of that, big part of that was me not feeling empowered to speak my truth because I had this programming, this story, this narrative that it wouldn't make a difference and it wasn't important and I should just like figure it out. Like it's not going to make a difference, just bite your tongue. And there's a lot of that that I learned from, you know, childhood and from modeling, like just figure it out on your own, you know, kind of not wanting to ruffle feathers or just not feeling like it's worth it. But every time now that I, it's been insane. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced, which you probably have rewriting an old story in real time, like catching the narrative playing out in your psyche. Like, oh, just, you know, for me, it's like, just bite your tongue. It doesn't matter. Like just figure it out nothing is going to change if you say anything it doesn't matter like that's the narrative and so I, I feel this well in my throat and I feel my heart pounding and I feel that constriction of like I'm not speaking my truth I'm not speaking my truth and then I catch it in real time and I'm like wait that's the old story I don't know if you've ever experienced this but it's so powerful and wild to catch it it's like you're physically grabbing onto the story and being like nope not today <laughs> not today Satan <laughs> and then choosing a different story so then whenever that has come up and I feel like I'm not being heard or just things are not going in a way that feels good to me or you know honors my truth or whatever every time that I've actually spoken my truth and it's been very hard like I I still have a bit of a struggle with it much less now 
because before sometimes I would just well up and cry and I couldn't even get the words out. But now I'm like, can I share something with you? He's always like, yes. And then I say, and it's always coming from a place of I feel it's not you are doing this, you are doing this because that makes the person feel attacked, you know? If you've ever had someone say, you're doing this and you're doing this and then like you don't feel you don't feel good. You don't feel safe. So I always come from a place of I feel, you know, I feel anxious because this reminds me of this and da 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 and I'm worried about this. Like, are you would it be possible for you to do this so that I can feel um like you hear me or whatever? And every time I'm nervous about it and every time I'm just completely blown away with how he responds. And it just shatters the old narrative. Like every time he's like, yes, of course. Thank you so much for telling me. Thank you so much for sharing it with me. And I just melt. And I'm like, what? Oh my God. Like this is available? What? (laughs) And the old story just shatters. And it's so beautiful to rewrite the story with someone that you know, that you've known for so long. Like I know him better than anyone. He knows me better than anyone. We've grown up together. And like... It just feels, it feels like an actual adult relationship. (laughs) And I guess I giggle because we've been adults for a while now, quote unquote, but this feels very different. It's a very different chapter in our relationship. Like before I feel like in a way I felt like I was playing house. I don't know if that makes sense, but I felt like I was playing house, you know, like we had this big ass house and we both had good jobs and things were going good and you know we'd have the family over on the weekends and we had friends and everything was good but I guess it's because I wasn't fully I wasn't embodied like I didn't really know who I was or what I was doing I wasn't embodied and I wasn't present so it just felt like like another waking dream like just floating through life and we weren't what connected us maybe subconsciously was our spiritual truth but what connected us was not that like that wasn't the pillar of our relationship and now it is and that's a point that's stronger and more durable and more inspiring and more activating and enlivening than anything else like having your pursuit of the divine and your purpose be at the core of your relationship and the thing that ties you together is is unstoppable it's unbreakable inextinguishable so now it feels like just a different, completely different level of relationship. And that is why too, like in the last episode, I talked about home and also children, like this next level going from maiden to mother. And just because someone actually is a mother doesn't mean they've switched from maiden to mother. Um, if you guys have heard of this, these are the archetypes the Jungian archetypes maiden mother crone maiden to mother is a huge huge transition that uh I'm very interested in and a lot of my friends will we talk about it and one of my good friends Mel that's kind of her specialty so if you are someone who's interested in um having support with this transition and just learning more about it um Melanie Joy is her Instagram she's amazing uh she has great great coaching programs but anyway, this transition, like I, I see from a bird's eye zoomed out view without expectation or attachment. I see that this, this transition is coming. It's like, okay, 
it's coming like made into mother this next humongous chapter is coming like my mom is getting older my dad is 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 old every time I go visit I'm like oh wow like he's getting older they're in the crone category I have a nephew now you know my brother has a kid my parents are grandparents already and I'm getting older and it's just and my grandparents are very very old and near the end of their lives and so when you notice these things and you notice that the the timeline and the roles are shifting it's like okay my mother is going into crone which means I am going into mother so I see that this transition is coming and it's in front of me and I see it with with eyes open and I'm not rushing it or pulling towards it if you guys have watched my YouTube you probably remember I would talk about how I had baby fever for like forever. I've, I've had baby fever, but similar to what I shared in the last episode about home, it's like, I, I didn't know my purpose. And so that was the thing that I clung on to. It's like, that'll give me purpose. That'll, that'll be it. If I'm a mother, that'll, that'll fix everything. That'll be the thing. And it was more of like an escape. It's like, that'll be the thing. That'll be the thing. And now it's like, oh my God, it's a totally different attitude. It's like, oh, wow. Like this is a huge fucking deal to become a mom. Like going into mother and truly embodying what that means. It's, it's, it's unconditionally loving and putting your entire life force into another being and selfless and unconditionally loving and stronger than than hell and for me it's like being so in tune with nature so in tune with nature like being as in touch with mother earth as possible and it's just wild to be conscious of this because like I'm bleeding right now and every time I start bleeding I just get so happy and so like in reverence to my body and I just rub my belly and I'm like oh thank you like this is so beautiful and each moon feels like fleeting in a way. It's like, okay, you know, there's not too many moons left until I'm a mother, until I'm pregnant. And then I won't bleed for nine months. And it'll be completely different. Like this stage of shedding feels so sacred. And I can feel that it's it's fleeting. Like this moment that I'm in right now where I'm not a mom is coming to a close. And there's no certain timeline or, you know, like, I'm going to be a mom by this time next year, whatever. Like, it's not that there's no date on it. It's just energetically, I feel like, okay. And it calls me to, it calls me forward and, or rather it calls me inward (laughs) to be very present with where I'm at right now and what my life looks like right now, because it's so precious. It's so precious and nothing will ever be the same. And I just think about these things like we're watching a show I don't know if you guys have watched Yellowstone it's so good but they have a another show 1883 on Amazon like really well done there's like this really sad scene at the very last episode which I just don't want to spoil I guess but involving a mother and a daughter and a father and a daughter and it it absolutely wrecked me like I cried for so long watching it and after and I was just like just it wrecked me my heart was completely cracked open and so you're just like are you okay and I was like I just feel that so much like I just think about that happening to my own daughter and I just my heart is broken like I feel my heart fracturing in a million pieces just thinking about it he's like it's a show it's a show baby it's okay I'm like I know it's a show 
I know it's a show, but just the, the, the feeling of it, it's like, fuck, being a mother is so, <laughs> there's no words. It's your entire heart in another human. It's, it's someone that you love more than anything else. Oh, God, I'm so, I'm so looking forward to it. And I also now have like the appropriate amount of, I wouldn't say fear, but of like reverence. Like I honor this, this journey as something that is going to be very difficult and that I need to prepare for. I need to prepare for, which involves me further cultivating my power and my truth and my wisdom and my, my, my path so that I can be the best mother I can possibly be for my children. And what's really cool is that my future child has been coming in to me in meditation and told me their name. And, uh, yeah, it's really, really powerful. And I really feel like they're one of my spirit guides because they come through a lot. And I know the gender and the name, but I'm not going to share yet. Um, but it's really, really powerful and it feels close and, um, yeah, it's beautiful. So anyway, that was just sharing some of my journey right now. I don't know if any of you resonate with that, but it's like with each year that comes and goes and these ages. And I remember being young and wanting to be 25, like imagining that, like, Oh my God, 25, like, wow like how glamorous to be a 25 year old and be so independent and da 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 like I don't know I had all these ideas about what being 25 was and now I'm turning 25 in January and it's like the first quarter of my life is over that's a huge deal the first quarter of my life is over I have lived the first quarter like what so wow this is the beginning of a new chapter a new season like you know 25 now 25 to 50 that's a different season of being a mom and then 50 to 75 is season of being the crone being the grandma and then 75 to 100 is is the crone I guess as well but it's like the wisdom and the the like settling into the final form like the full embodiment of the divine is just ah my god yeah I guess I'm just very present of where I'm at now and the relationship my relationship with Sage and our reconnecting has has brought that in and it's not an escape because I real like I I experimented I you know did the things I was the single girl I whatever lived the city life and like it was great it taught me a lot but no, it doesn't compare for me, not even a smidgen of what Sage and I have when I wake up with him and we look at each other's eyes and he holds my head and I stroke his chest and we just lay there and breathe and we wake up like nothing compares to that. Nothing could even scratch the surface of the sacredness and the love and the depth. And I had to know, you know, I had to know the other side the single side in order to feel the fullness of what I have um the comparison you know the polarity had to be there so it's really beautiful but I guess I want to talk about what this you know what this new paradigm of relationship looks like what this new union looks like because for the collective for the the earth for the people because 
a lot of my girlfriends are meeting people and meeting people that are very aligned with what they want and meeting them quickly. It's like all of a sudden all my friends are single and all of a sudden they're all not (laughs) and they're all meeting people that are like so aligned with what they want. It's like their dream guys are calling them in and I just think it's very telling that this is happening right now. It's like, oh man, how do I even go into this? It's such a big topic, but returning us as a society to what is truly sacred and what's important. Love is the most important. Union is very important. That is how we exist as humans is because there's union. People, Two people come together and have a child. That is how we exist. That is how our race continues on. You know, none of us could be here without union. And when there is a conscious union, when people are in love and choosing love and choosing to be together and choosing to have children and choosing to raise a child in love and in reverence to that child's path and their journey and in reverence to the earth and the cycles and the emotions and and just in reverence to what it actually means to be a parent, not as an escape or not as a like second thought or not as something you just fall into and don't pay much attention to but like choosing like no I love this person and I'm going to be a parent and I'm going to have a child and I'm going to do my very best to raise this child which means I have to go in and work on my own shit because I pass on everything that I have in me to my kid and as a woman if you have a baby girl you carry in your womb when you're pregnant the eggs of your granddaughter in your womb or your grandson you know how crazy is that like i existed in my grandmother's womb as an egg isn't that crazy there's so much imprinting that goes in to us like energetically from our ancestors from our mothers from everything that ever happened (laughs) like it's all it's all there and we have a responsibility I believe this more than anything I have a responsibility to do my fucking best to be the very best person I can be for myself and for my kids that don't exist yet like I need to do this work now and continue to do it and not stop for a fucking day so that I can give them the very best foundation to be the most magnificent human that they can possibly be, to be aware of this journey. And I need to live that and embody that. They're not going to learn to honor the earth, to honor their bodies, to take time with for presence and stillness just by me telling them. They're going to learn by me doing it and embodying it. If I just tell them and I'm chaotic and anxious and angry and all over the place, that's not going to mean anything. You can talk and talk and talk and try to teach someone, but if you're not living it, it's not going to resonate. It's not going to actually land. You know, I'm sure a lot of us have experienced that with a parent telling us one thing and then doing a completely different thing. It's like, well, what do you mean? You're not doing it. Why should I? How am I supposed to do it if you can't even do it? So like, I think we again have this responsibility but when we're going into union and we're making these conscious choices it's so it's so not a small deal (laughs) it's not a um what's the word uh frivolous it's not a frivolous thing it's a very big fucking deal (laughs) and I think that's what I learned a lot 
from the time apart with Sage is being in union is a really fucking big deal. It's like the biggest deal. It's the biggest deal because it is where life comes from. The yin and the yang, the Shakti and the Shiva, that is where life, all of life comes from is this union that I have the honor holding in my womb when our union fully merges in my womb as a child that I will birth into this earth that I'm literally a portal from the divine into this earth like I am a portal between universes my womb that is a huge deal (laughs) that is a huge fucking deal that is not covered in the public school system in sex ed in like third grade or whenever the fuck that was like doesn't even cover doesn't even scratch the surface of what a big deal it is and that's the thing that if we're gonna change if the paradigm's gonna change for us on earth as humans the sex ed in third grade needs to be different like all of this needs to be different we can't this education needs to start sooner and sooner and sooner and sooner like i'm understanding this now as a 24 year old which is great you know but like it needs to be sooner we need to have these conversations with our kids, which means we need to understand it ourselves. So, you know, yeah, I think you get where I'm coming with this, but it's a big deal. <laughs> it's a fucking big deal. And that is how we heal the planet. We heal the planet by healing ourselves first. And for those of us who choose to be parents, that is how we fucking change the world is by having kids who are conscious and aware and kind and compassionate and on their path and devoted to the earth that's how we heal this planet because that's the future children of the future we've all heard this but like really though children are the future and we're gonna have a huge 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 downward uh, we already are downward fallen population so it's a big deal to choose to have kids now and raise them in a way that's conscious i just heard on a podcast Um, with Jordan Peterson. He had a guest on, which I can't remember his name, but he's a demographics specialist um, by, I believe it was either, it was either 2050 or 2100. um, China's population is going to be in half. Isn't that crazy? In half. Just a side note, but there's a lot of shit going on in the world. I don't know if you guys listen to, um, what's going on. I don't listen to the news. I listen to podcasts and I listen to people on YouTube that, um, try to report what's going on in a neutral way. Um, because I don't, anything that's on the TV is going to be really super fucking biased and we're beyond that. Let's, let's hope we're beyond that as, um, a society or as people who are becoming conscious, like, the news is fucking biased it's all owned by corporations that i believe don't have our best interests in mind so anyway getting information from different sources and just being aware of what's happening because things are really changing right now there's a lot of shit going on in the world and um yeah just be mindful and be mindful of the choices you're making and what's actually important because life is the most important life is the most important and i believe that there are people there are energies there are mm, frequencies alive right now that are anti-life there are energies that are anti-life on this planet right now that do not want life to thrive and when we look outside and we see so many things going on in the earth 
there's bound to be a lot of food shortages, which will cause famine and starvation. That's death. That's anti-life. There's just so much going on that's anti-life. So we need to choose every day to choose life. Choose life and what that actually means. That means honoring yourself, doing the work within yourself to live your purpose and your dharma and your, your truest, deepest essence of light as much as you possibly can. And then if you're in union, choosing a union that honors you fully and remaining in that choice to choose yourself. Sorry, I'm saying choose a lot. Within that union, choose yourself within the union and choose this person fully. And then the next, if you're going to have a child, choose that. Choose that fully in your choosing life. So it's like choose life within yourself, choose life within your partner, choose life within this child that you're having. Choose life, honor life as the utmost. And that's how we heal. That's how we heal the earth. And it's going to happen. It is going to happen. But it's going to be an interesting couple of years, to say the least, from many sources, from channeling uh, psychics that I know, from reporters or people who study lots of important things, from my own Pleiadian connections, from books I read. Just There's a lot. There's a lot coming. So just honor yourself and honor life. And we're all going to be okay. We're all gonna, we're all going to perfectly dance along our path. Um, but also like prepare yourself. I feel that is, um, apt to say, prepare yourself for, um, and this not to like scare anyone, like fuck that shit. Fear is the biggest disease that we have in our country. So no, like, no, no, no. Prepare yourself to stand in your truth and honor your truth as the, as the highest, as the utmost. I've talked about this in other episodes, but like we're getting into a time we already are, but it's going to be more and more where we need to be so, so rooted in our gifts and our truth and our power and our belief in the divine and our belief in a healed whole world. Um, we're going to need to be so rooted in that because there's going to be more things than ever to try and push us off or people that, you know, don't understand and we just need to continue to root and root and root. So do the things you need to do to prepare yourself um, to root, basically. So anyway, that's my spiel. I am so grateful that you listened to this episode and these ramblings and musings. And I do intend to have more guests on soon. I just love those episodes. They're so interesting for me and hopefully for you as well. But uh, with all the traveling, it was too crazy um, to try and do that. But now that I'm back, I'm definitely going to um, yeah, bring on some new, interesting, amazing, enlightening beings. So looking forward to that. And as well, just want to mention, I do have a women's circle that meets twice a month. We're meeting again this Wednesday, uh, today actually when the podcast comes out, but I would love to have you in the group. The group is literally, it is so meaningful to me. The women that are in that group, I love so much and I've gotten to know them so, so well. And I just adore them. Like I it's been such a pleasure to get to know them on this deep level and the, the space that we've created in the circle is truly sacred. Um, tears are shed on pretty much every call. So much space is held for each other. So much love. The chat is so positive. The Instagram chat is just a beautiful place of uplifting, uh, encouragement and just, it's profound. Um, 
it's a profound, profound place. So if you're listening and you're looking for a space um, to be with like-minded women and to share openly, everything is on the table. Whatever's on your heart is welcome to share in the space. And yeah, I'd love to have you in the group. So if you're interested, email me, templeofalthea at gmail.com. And I'd love to have you. I am sending you so much love. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. And I will talk to you next week. Love you, beautiful soul. Love you, love you, love you. Do a little dance for me today because you're alive and life is sweet. Okay, bye.